Live from Music City, Nashville, Tennessee, this is J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez. A trip of music discovery, Jamie is picking people he thinks you'll really like. Musicians, artists, producers, and everyone involved in the world of music. Here's your host, Jamie Rodriguez. Greetings, Earthlings and fans and music fanatics. Welcome to a new episode of J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. This is, you guessed it, your host, this and every episode, Jamie Rodriguez, guys. And, um, you know, music festival season is um, is passing by for 2021. And we recently were in a really cool one in Lexington, Kentucky called Railbird. And one of the stars there, one of the people that left people talking and everyone's jaws fell to the floor was a singer-songwriter from Kentucky called Grayson Jenkins. And Grayson just released a new album called Turning Tides. So we welcome Jason today to the show. A fantastic, fantastic singer-songwriter and uh, a proud Kentuckian, you know. As, as, we, as we have now discovered in this show, there is clearly a pattern of talent and blossoming stars coming out of the bluegrass state. And uh, Grayson is no exception. You know, in for this particular album, he worked with friend of our show and a personal friend, Miles Miller. Uh, the album was produced as well by uh, Jesse Wells, co-produced, who works with Tyler Childress, and um, Kenny Miles, who works with Wayne Graham. And it is just a great, great, great album. He's a great artist. But the coolest thing about Grayson's story is that he realized that he wanted to pursue this kind of later in life. He wasn't like a child prodigy that like from four years old knew what he wanted. No, he did it like like pretty relatively earlier, uh, later, about half a decade ago. And um, yeah, I mean, he did grow up listening to Johnny Cash, Waylon Jennings, all the classics. But it was only until 2019, uh, I'm sorry, 2015, where he released his first album, Down on Southland. So just a great story, an amazing guy. And, uh, and guys, he's going to perform a special song for us here. So stay tuned for that. And uh, Grayson's going to go on tour as well this year. And uh, all I can tell you guys is that I strongly recommend you check him out on the road because he is fantastic. Grayson Jenkins. I hope you guys enjoy this chat. If you're new to our show, welcome. Yeah, you, we, we've got a, a lot of new listeners here. So... We, we welcome you with open arms. We check out new artists, up and coming, like Grayson, uh, current hit makers and future legends and musical legends. And, you know, we're happy to have you here. So without further ado, Grayson Jenkins on J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. Grayson Jenkins. Hello. Am How I are you? Am I sideways right now? You are sideways. Always okay. good to do a little neck contortions here, though. It's all good. There we go. Hopefully Grayson. we're all set now. Absolutely, Grayson. How are you, man? Doing well. Doing well. Appreciate yes. you having me on today. Absolutely, Grayson. So, I mean, so many, so many great things happening in the Grayson Jenkins world. I got to tell you. I mean, first of all, let's start with Turning Tides. I mean, your new album. What an album, Grayson. We had a chance to preview <laughs> it. You know, it comes out uh, Friday, actually, from the, you know, by the time we, we air this, it's going to be out for like a week or so. But uh, such a great album. I mean, from those first notes of Mockingbird, I mean, to, to like the last, uh, you know, to, to everything, man, it's just, just a great stuff. So congratulations, first of all. I appreciate it. Thank you. Excited to get it out. 
Absolutely, absolutely. And of course, you're performing at Railbird this weekend, which is this big music festival in Lexington. Um, we're going to be there, actually. We're going to check you out. You? Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. So, so Grayson, you know, a few days before a major festival, they're expecting 55, 60,000 people. What is going through your head? Like, how do you, do you even think about it or do you treat it like any gig? Yeah, it's been, it's been so busy as of late with the album coming out um, that it wasn't until like last week that I was like, oh, like this is really happening. Like mega show, probably the biggest show in my career thus far. And it's this weekend. So it's gonna be really exciting and, and being from or living here for, you know, close to a decade now, it's gonna be really special to have a homecoming more or less and then uh, have probably the best album release party I'll ever get to have, you know uh at a festival like this so i've been saying it's it's really nice of him to get dave matthews band to come play my album release show <laughs> yes but, i agree i agree you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's great man uh, any added pressure because it's in your home like i remember once reading from like i think the rolling stones or something actually you know which is top topical that like when they played at home or when you two played in dublin they felt more pressure because you know their their childhood friends their neighbors all that stuff were in the audience a any of that with you or no yes uh it's always to me like it's it's really really fun playing close to home and to friends and family but there's a definitely an added element of pressure and and stress with it too you know because you've got friends there that want to meet up with you and talk and but there's a million things going on. So it's always a little more stressful doing the at-home shows, but also rewarding too. You know, there's people that have been following me for my entire career that are going to be sure. at this stuff. So that kind of stuff is really special. But yeah, definitely some added pressure there. That's cool, Grayson. So, so Grayson, educate me and my audience a little bit. I, I mean, I've been in Nashville almost a year, not even a year. So I'm still learning okay. the ropes about Kentucky, right? And we have a lot of friends from Kentucky. Actually, Miles Miller is a good pal. But okay. every, everyone, you know, Eastern Kentucky, it, they're very specific. I'm from Eastern Kentucky. And the people from <laughs> Western Kentucky are like, we're from Western Kentucky. What is the difference, Grayson? Like, educate us once and for all. They had bigger mountains. That's been my the only big difference I can find um, because, you know, I'm from Western Kentucky. I grew up in a coal mining family, hardworking people, blue collar people, salt of the earth kind of people. Um, and then I found pretty much the same thing out in Eastern Kentucky. They just had a lot bigger mountains uh, yeah. out that okay. way. Um, but no, good people all across the state. I think a uh, little different accents too, I guess. They've got a little more of the, uh, kind of twang, I guess, and where I'm from is a little more southern, southern drawl, I would cool. say. Um, but yeah, good people all across. Uh, happy to have spent a lot of time in each area. Sure, sure. No, no, I mean the whole thing. It's amazing how Kentucky is like the. It's like such a big music mecca, and like I feel like the world should know about it more than they do. Yeah, it seems like people are starting to take note. I mean, there have been so many uh, Kentucky artists, whether they live here, or they live in Nashville, or wherever. You know, you got people like Sturgill and Miles and Kelsey Walden and Tyler Childers and people live all over the place, but they definitely stick to their Kentucky roots. Oh yeah. Um, and, you know, Chris Stapleton, he's a mega, mega star, but he's still in his music. You can hear the Kentucky mm. kind of influence with the bluegrass type stuff. Um, so yeah, it's really cool. And it seems like a lot of outlets are, are paying a lot more attention to Kentucky, which is cool to be a part of because it hasn't always been like that. 
Absolutely, Grayson. Absolutely. So let me ask you a little bit about your past, if you don't mind, because your story is just fascinating. It's unique. It's unique because you're not, you know, we, we talk to a lot of people here in the show that like they're prodigies and they were born with like an instrument in their hands kind of thing. Yeah. But uh, you were a little bit of a late bloomer, right? Yeah, I think that's a great way to put it. And, uh, but I think it, you know, for a long time, you know, I've held that as kind of a, a crutch, you know, thinking, okay, I haven't been doing it as long as these people. I'm not going to be as good, but also I think it gives me kind of a hunger that I'm sure. playing, I'm playing catch up all the time. And so I yeah. think that's pretty healthy for me because had I been pushed into it, say at 10, 15 years old, I might've burned out or uh, might've taken it for granted. But once I started doing it at the age of 20, then it's like, okay, you got to make up some ground. And so yeah. now it's been this hustle for the last decade, um, which I enjoy. But uh, yeah, I always, always feel like I'm playing catch up to those prodigies. Yeah. And I mean, look where you are now. It's, it's phenomenal. And I mean, you're still so young. So yeah, absolutely. You can never, you know, it's never too late. And yeah. um, I, I, okay. So Grayson, my audience, you know, as may not know that as recently as 2017, actually, you had like a, a real job, a salary job, that kind of thing. And you quit it. You quit it and you said, screw this. I'm going all in on music. What was like the breakthrough moment? Do you, did you have a moment, a place where you just saw the light and you're like, this is it. This is my, this is, I'm doing it. Yeah. I mean, um, I stayed really, really busy for the, I worked at that job for about four years and it, I was working, you know, 40 to 60 hours a week and then would play every weekend. Hustling is a lot harder than I do now, honestly, gigging wise. Um, and so it was, trending that way but then I lost my mother in uh late or in 2015 and that was kind of a, a pretty revolutionary thing in my life or a super transitional thing and then the job to me I loved my job I had a great job but uh for me it was like well life is short I need to do something yeah that I, that I really 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 love um and so that was once that happened and once I kind of got over the grieving process. It was like, well, let me set my sights on saving money, planning and going for this full time. And so that's what I did. So if there was a breaking point, breakthrough point, it would be losing my mother as kind sure. of an inspiration for life is short, man. You don't, you don't get to know when you're going to go. And so you may as well do something that you enjoy. Yeah. It's amazing that you saw that. I mean, some people, not everyone, but some people had that realization last year with all the uncertainty but it's uh, but it's so great that 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 you uh, that you had that and you're gracing us with your music. So, you know, I'm sorry to hear that, but yeah, at least some good came out of it. Thanks, man. Appreciate yeah, that. absolutely, Grayson. All right, let's chat about your new album because it's just phenomenal. First of all, you know, like we vaguely mentioned, our our, our pal of the show, Miles Miller, uh, played in it. How was it yeah. working with Miles? Shout out to Miles. Yeah, shout out Miles. Uh, <laughs> he is a phenomenal. One of the more talented people I've ever been in a room with, I think, just across the board. I knew going into it how great of a drummer he was and his yeah. timing, but I think just his understanding of songs and music is uh, really, really special. And I, yeah, I personally can't wait to see what he does uh, after his time with Sturgill. You know, yeah, um, yeah. So he can, do, like, yeah, he should sing, right? He should sing a little. Yeah, I can't wait for for Miles uh, Miles' debut album because he's a phenomenal talent. Uh, so yeah, working with he and, and Jesse Wells, who plays with Tyler Childers, and then Kenny uh, Kenny Miles, who plays and yeah. uh, Sabine Wayne Graham, 
just really, really monster players, but also they all have a good understanding of songs. You know, that was kind of what, the, what I was looking for, people who appreciate songs. Yeah, I mean, right on, right on, Grayson. And, and all the songs are so good. And I, just to name a couple, for example, Dear Katie. Um, I love, for example, this song because, you know, you, you tiptoe a line, um, an emotional line, a universal theme of love and reminiscing, but you never go to the sappy side. Like you keep it in such a, like a classy middle. So I wanted to ask you as a songwriter, Grayson, like, how do you, how were you able, like, how do you pull that off, that beautiful middle when it's so easy that you can go in any direction? Man, I appreciate you taking note of that because uh, I definitely try to do that. Um, for me, it's just, I try to think of songs as one moment in time. It's usually a song for me is one passing thought that I'm putting under a microscope. And so I think we as humans, or me, myself, uh, too, have, thousands of different thoughts throughout the day and so if I can highlight one of those and then the listener can take it whatever direction they want to you know for some people that that song might make somebody feel better the same song might some makes somebody think about their ex and then they go down a sad rabbit hole and so yeah. I just try to stay stay in a lane to where they can choose from there um, but for me it's just about we're so com complex uh, beings that that for me it's just it would be hard to write about all of it. So I just try to pick very, very specific thoughts and then elaborate on that a little bit. Sure. Yeah, it's a great song. And, and another beautiful one that we couldn't stop listening to in research last week was Sweet Yesterday. And oh, um, yeah, just, just a great song, man. But I, I wanted to ask you, why why did you finish with Sweet Yesterday? I mean, it's a great song, obviously, but like, what is the what was your thinking with the track list? Um, that one... I like putting a ballad at the end, just kind of a soft landing to an album. So sonically, I, I think that was the main reason why I put that there. It's just, sure. you know, you've got, it's a pretty big album production wise. And so when you're coming down from that, I just wanted kind of a graceful landing spot. Because you have turning tights before, which is like, yeah, you're like a slope. Yeah, slope down. I thought about putting the acoustic version of turning tights last, but something about just having a quick little uptick at the end too. Uh, so yeah, and two, I think that that's uh, one of the more heartfelt songs on the album, as or just vulnerable songs. Yeah, um, and so I think it's really nice to leave that for people that have listened to the whole album, give them a little vulnerable treat there at the end. Man, it's such a great album, Grace, and I hope you, I hope you're ready for the critical acclaim because it, the quality speaks for itself. Man, it's wonderful. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely, Grayson. So, so Grayson, you've been so good with your time. Thank you. Uh, there's a rumor that you may play a little song for us. Is that true? Yeah, I can do that. Oh, man, that's awesome, dude. <laughs> We're uh, Grayson, can I give you any guitar and you would make it sound good? Or are you like, particular about like your guitars? Uh, I'm not super particular. Now, whether it would sound good or not, I mean, I would play it, but uh, I don't know whether it would sound good or not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's that's up for debate but this is a martin d18 this is kind of my baby so beautiful, uh, beautiful. i love this guitar we'll just play uh, the title track turning tides if that's all right with you absolutely honored this is actually the seat that i recorded the acoustic version in on christmas day so uh, back at the start of the Morning. 
found sun creeping in, dancing on my kitchen floor through the blinds of my front door. Today it is a welcome friend, cause lately on it's been his rain all the time. All saw no line, but the tide is turning, baby, and I'm finally feeling good. Yeah, the tide is turning, baby, just like you said. Soft and still inside, holy days and nights. But then the light came back again, brighter than it's ever been. Let it shine, go right on time. Because the tide is turning, baby, and I'm fine. Unbelievable, man. What a thank great you. song. What a great album. Man. Can't wait to see you this weekend at Railbird. And uh, yeah. thank you so much for your time, man. That was really fun. I appreciate it. Yeah, I look forward to seeing you this weekend. Absolutely, Grayson. All right. Take care, man. Thanks. Have a good one.
You've been listening to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez.